This episode of Burn the Haystack is sponsored, somewhat ironically, by The Haystack. The Haystack is a voice for young adults in the Seventh-day Adventist Church that produces articles, music reviews, videos, and more. To check them out, go to thehaystack.org. The Haystack, life, culture, theology. Burn the Haystack with Josh and Jesse. I'm Jesse. <laughs> I'm Josh. And this is a conversation where we save the best and burn the rest, laddies. <laughs> I feel like I'm playing a D&D campaign. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're the d- Come down to my dungeon. <laughs> I have many treasures to show you. Oh, I'm kind of spitting. Ah. Ew. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad this isn't a visual podcast. <laughs> Why not? I'm sure everybody wants to see me. Spitting on a microphone. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, boy. And guess what, Jesse? Uh, what's that, Josh? It's Christmas still! We're doing a two-part <laughs> Christmas thing. I love Christmas! Uh, yep, I love Christmas too. I do too. Yep. I, I'm not going to say I don't love Christmas. I do love Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Man. It's good. So I was doing a sermon at my church just the other week. That's a weird thing for a pastor to do. <laughs> True, yeah. Pretty rare. Um... And I made a joke about me, like, you know, some people are really anti-Christmas in our church. And mm. then I said, I'm much more like if you've ever seen the movie Elf with Will Ferrell. And this is a quite a conservative church. I really forgot my audience sort of thing. <laughs> so I was just <laughs> like, you know, if you've ever seen the movie Elf with Will Ferrell? And he's like, 268 days till Christmas. That's probably a lot more like me. And you should have just seen the look of disgust <laughs> <laughs> on some people's Pure faces. disgust. <laughs> it's like disgust and pity. <laughs> Oh, no, but they, no, I love them. They love me. It was, it was great. Yeah. It was kind of a laugh, but a disgusted laugh. A positive note, at least you don't have to deal with that look next year. No, I'm sure I'll get that look anywhere I can. Have we talked about uh, your big news on the podcast yet, Josh? No, we haven't actually. I guess is is now a, a good a time as ever. Well, yeah, actually, you know, we did. I did mention it when we were on um, the Story Church Project oh, yes. podcast. But, you know, for our listeners who didn't hear that, um, yeah, I'm moving to uh, Hamilton next year to be uh, senior pastor of the church there. Woo! Yeah. So Exciting. It is. It's a really big move for me. I'm pretty... Um, senior pastor, man. Yeah, like I've always been one of the pastors. I've never been like the only pastor yeah. in a church. Um, I mean, this year I kind of was at Masterton, but because um, it was like district, I was at two churches. And it's still a weird setup. Yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah. But this one is like a much bigger church and it's just me. Um, yeah, I'll have I'll have an associate, which is cool. Good, good old Jerry, my man. Old Jerry. Yeah. Um, Jerry Flynn, the <laughs> resistant vegan. Yeah, guys, if you haven't checked out the resistant vegan page, um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even vegan and I love the page. So yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Join the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's big. I, and I've kind of always been sort of in charge of just the young people kind of thing. So this is a really, now I'm like, you know, with everybody. So mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, would love people's prayers. <laughs> uh, but what's cool, so I've been at Palmerston North this whole time and the church that I'm moving to is Hamilton and the church is on Palmerston Street. What? Yeah. Madness. Was, the only crazy, like the craziest thing is if like the church that you're at now was on like Hamilton Street, which it is. is not. Oh, what? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, Dang it. Not. We could have had like a whole uh, bit there. Yeah. That's okay. 
But oh, yeah, well. no, look, I'm I'm super excited for you, Josh. I'm kind of sad because you're leaving and uh, I only just got here. So <laughs> hi, bye. Yeah, I spent all this time trying to convince you to move to Palmy and then you did and I'm like, okay, bye. Literally, <laughs> when we first moved to New Zealand, the first time I came down to Palmy, Josh was like trying to, to amp up Palmy to me. Like, this is a great place. And I lived in Todonga. So for anybody who is from New Zealand, you kind of know that if you're comparing Todonga to Palmy, it's... The compar- There's no comparison. Yeah, Palmy reigns over it. Mm, that's what he tried to convince me, and I di- I wasn't convinced. <laughs> I mean, I love I I I'm sad to be leaving Palmy. To be honest, I loved it here. Yeah, it's a good city. It is a good city, and I have come to love it. Um, and yeah, I've come to yeah, kind of be comfortable in the sort of groove that mm. we've got going on here, and that's all going to change next year. So. Yeah, but I mean, guys, the podcast will continue. It yeah. might change shape a little bit, I guess. We're going to be, yeah. We'll have to figure out some of the technical side of recording in separate locations. But hey, we're not the first people to ever have to figure that out. So we'll 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 deal with it. Yeah. Um, but honestly, that's a, you know, that's the first question everybody asks me. When I tell them I'm moving, they're like, wait, so what's happening to the podcast? I'm like, what about me? Do you care about me? I'm a person. I have my own things. Uh, no, you're just a character in a podcast. You live in this podcast. That's sort of where you, you exist. This is all I am now. Yeah, this is all, this is all you've got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is all I have now. And I'm alone. Oh, but no, goodness. the podcast will continue. We'll work it out. It'll There, there might be some growing pains, but... But we've already kind of got a, uh, a little bit of a head start on 2019, which we're super excited about. We're going to come back strong with an amazing interview on the first uh, the first week that we're back, which is not the first week of January. Because um, just to remind everybody, we are taking a two-week hiatus. So we won't yeah. have another episode out for the next two weeks. So on the, fir- uh, on the 2nd of January, on the 9th of January, we will be gonzo. There will be no podcast, but we will be back on the 16th of January with our very first episode of the year, episode 44. Um, Which is going to be an absolute banger. It is going to be an absolute banger. So we'll let you know a little bit more about that ahead of time. The uh, interview is already done. We are just working through all the other stuff, but we are excited for 2019. We're making a few changes to the podcast. Um, We've been working with the amazing Josh Wood and the incredible Laura Hutchison. So shout out to you guys as well. We love you guys. Um, So next year is going to look a little bit different. We're just trying to incrementally improve. You know, we, we, we set out with a, with a goal in mind and that has been constantly evolving. And so we want to, uh, not stay, we don't, we don't want to get stale, you know, we don't want to just stay the same. We want to keep improving in any ways we can. So if you guys have any feedback or tips for how we can do that, uh, we really want to hear it. Um, yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But hey, today we have a very special uh, episode because as you've probably heard by the theme music, which was very fun to make, um, it is definitely still a Christmas theme. And so today we are doing a collaboration. Collab. Collab. Which is amazing thing about digital ministry. Collaboration mm. is so, you know, promoted, yeah. um, common. It's just easy and it's great. Everybody wants to collab. Like it's not really a competition. It's all collaboration. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so we're back with the amazing Ryan Becker and Tony. Oh, wait. No. Oh. It was supposed to be Tony and Nobly. Tony and Ryan. Ryan makes, so if you guys listen to Absurdity, you know this, but uh, Ryan makes these um, um, jokes all the time about how um, Tony is sort of his uncredited. Uh, co-host and Tony was supposed to join us on the podcast but he didn't because there was something else going on we were actually really concerned for a while we're like 
is he dead? Because nobody could contact him. Yeah. Turns out he's okay. Turns out he's not dead. So that's a relief. Yeah. But he he didn't join us on the podcast, even though he was supposed to. So this is part one of a two-part conversation that we had with Ryan about all things Christmas. Um, Mm, And it was awesome. Yeah. So in our one, we sort of just have a bit of a laugh about different gifts and stuff. Um, We do diverge a bit to talk about preaching, but that's kind of a random it's pastor thing but i do want to actually i do want to give a little disclaimer before you guys hear the episode we do a little uh a little i guess shtick about sort of the the, the best and worst gifts you can get as a pastor i want to make it clear i am grateful for any gift okay <laughs> i i kind of was reflecting on it afterwards I'm like i don't want to sound super ungrateful you know for any gifts i'm honestly super anything somebody gets me as a gift i'm really happy with and i know ryan and jesse are this well i assume you guys are the same sure why not <laughs> It makes okay. me look good if I say yes. No, I just don't want... I don't know. I didn't want people to think like, oh, what a sad guy. No, no, just no. like ripping into gifts that people one of my, give. One yeah. of my love languages is gift giving. So if anybody gives me any gift, I appreciate it. Even if it's rubbish. Mm. Some gifts are rubbish, let's be honest. But I still appreciate them. I'm yeah. speaking for me now. I'm not speaking yeah. for Josh. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I just wanted to... That was my little disclaimer, okay? So please, people, don't get angry. It's meant to be kind of a bit of fun and a bit of joke okay all right cool all right well with all that said let's get to the conversation this is us talking to the wonderful the fact checker ryan becker welcome back everybody um from the intro you would know what we're doing this is an awesome awesome uh two-part conversation and welcome to part one with (laughs) our bay ryan hey ryan how you doing Hey guys, I'm really, I'm good. I'm excited to do this. It's Christmas, even though it's the night before Thanksgiving uh, for me, but you know, no problem. It's cool. We're fine. No worries. <laughs> this is the magic, the magic of podcasting. Whenever a podcast is released, people just assume that we just re- you know recorded it the minute before we uploaded it. Um, but I'm coming to realize more and more that is totally not practical. Um, so yeah. It's uh, it's kind of a bit of a time warp, but no, nah, it's good to be here. It's a bit of a shame we um we don't have Tony on the line with us, but he might join us a little bit. Um, so yeah, but hey, it's good to have you, Ryan. How are you, man? You doing all right? I am sick, so oh, cool. I am i i have been I have been better. Uh, <laughs> Is it like fully I, I, sick or like disgusting sick? Yeah, I. Uh, both um it was like the the disgusting sick already passed now it's just like i'm just kind of sick like i just feel bad now um but it's cool uh, i'm just dealing with a really bad head cold basically that took me out of commission for a couple days um, um i watched there's there's this show that i found on netflix called designated survivor and ah. uh there's there's two seasons of it and i wa- and each episode's an hour long and in the last two days, I have watched about 25 episodes. Oh, wow. So that's what I've been doing with <laughs> the last two days of my life. Is it about a guy who survives a head cold? Because that would be super cool. Uh, uh, I wish. It is, a, it is about a guy who survives, that's for sure. Wow. Um, so in the, in, in basically in the U.S. government, whenever the, gover- whenever the entire government is going to be convened in one place, there is someone designated to be in a different location, undisclosed, in the event that some catastrophic event happens and all of the U.S. government dies. So the show, Designated Survivor, plays on that scenario and actually, like, goes through it. 
Whoa. And what, ha- what would happen if the entire government died in one fell swoop and a designated survivor was was put in as president. So that's kind of what it, yeah, that's exactly what the show does. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. Wow. Or I'm enjoying it, I should say. Wow. It's pretty cool. Man, I might need to actually watch this. <laughs> you're actually not you're actually not the first person who's recommended this to me. So I'm I'm kind of like taking this as uh, as a bit of a uh, a push. Maybe I should watch it. So Well, you before before you get too invested, it was not picked up for a third season. So there's only two seasons. <gasps> oh no, did they leave? So I'm, you haven't re- you haven't gotten to season 2. I yet. don't know. I have I no, I'm on, I've started season 2. Okay. I just don't know where I don't know how this season's going to end, oh, no. but I'm already invested and then I found that out, so I'm scared. Can you let me know? Like, I hate it when shows <laughs> don't end. Like, okay, I'm gonna let you watch it all first, and then if it if it ends on a cliffhanger with and there's never gonna be a resolve, I'm not gonna watch it. But if there will, if it okay. resolves, let me know and but I'll watch it. It could end up being like um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, where like it was in limbo, but then it eventually got picked up again. You know? Mm. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is, no, so you you obviously know more than me. Is it like definitive? Is it not coming back? I'm I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not coming okay. back. Okay, all right, fair enough. I hate when that happens. I remember I was Same. I loved this show a few years ago, Terra Nova. Did you guys ever watch that? Nope. Uh, I never saw that one. Bro, it was great. It was like future w- with guns and also dinosaurs. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> okay, well, now I know what I'm going to watch. <laughs> to horrible disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It was season one, one season. It was great. It was it was a little bit campy, but it was great. You know, yep. They basically the Earth is going to hell in a handbasket, and so they open like a dimension to like a far future uh, alternate reality, um, and they put colonists in there, sort of like the Mayflower, um, but like futury Mayflower, and then um, it's like this planet with dinosaurs and stuff, and there's like all this drama, and it's amazing. And then they like super duper tease um, this cliffhanger ending, and then they just cancelled it. It was so disappointing. I just like. I, you know what that description reminds me of? Mm, yeah. uh, it reminds me of that Reddit comment mm. that you guys both know which one I'm talking about, where the where people in San Francisco got the Great Controversy mailing, and someone described oh. the Great Controversy in very like like very very atheist terms, <laughs> like like as if it was a fairy tale. Yeah, uh, that's. That's what that sounded like. I was just like, oh, so yeah. you're telling me the story of Noah's Ark. That's what you're telling. <laughs> like, it's just- yeah. For me, I, I don't know. There's not very many situations where if somebody describes something, it makes it even less confusing than the original mm. idea. Yeah. So now I feel more confused by the show than when you just said it was guns and dinosaurs. Guns and dinosaurs I could handle, but sending colonists to a future ultimate di- dimension, I can't handle that. Well, I mean, you, to be fair, you have to be highly intelligent to be able to understand the concepts. You know, it's kind of like Rick and Morty. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, 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 I am trolling. I am trolling. I, I, <laughs> that's such a meme at I this mean, point. I mean, hey, there's truth to every joke, right? Well, you know what, man? Yeah. <laughs> and every, every copy pasta started as a serious comment. Oh my gosh, that is so true. Oh, that no. is so true. I've never realized that till just now. Oh my goodness. 
To be fair, you have to have a fairly high IQ to be able to appreciate Terra Nova, oh. <laughs> as as well as like a baseline understanding of quantum physics and uh, philosophy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, let's end this. Um, okay, rather than talk this about this, this is a bit absurdist stack. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for listening to absurdist stack. Will never be happening again. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> No, but so to celebrate Christmas, even though we're doing it a little bit early, but when this comes out, we'll be celebrating Christmas. And we wanted to basically just have a bit of fun with this episode, as we've already been having a bit of fun, a bit of sadness at the same time, a bit of um, horrifiedness at Jesse's comments. Um, But uh, I guess what we wanted to do today was talk about um, gifts. And the cool thing is uh, all three of us are, well... We've at least been in uh, full-time pastoral ministry. Ryan's role at this time has changed a little bit. He's still doing kind of full-time ministry, I guess, but not... Yes, and I'm still technically a pastor. I'm actually a lay pastor now. Oh, really? Which, in my opinion, is actually exactly where I want to be. So, totally fine with it. How does that work, being a lay pastor? Like, is that an official transitional sort of like, you are now a lay pastor, here's the baton? I mean, sort of, not really. It was more like, hey, Ryan, do you want to be a missional lay pastor for us? And I was like, hey, sure. And they were like, cool. And then I was. (laughs) That sounds so easy. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, I have zero complaints so far. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I so I am still a missional lay pastor. Um, and which I, like I said, I like it that way. I don't necessarily, I'm not a huge fan of getting a paycheck from the denomination directly. Mm. Um, for, you know, no, for numerous reasons, not that there's anything wrong with it outright. I just personally had some discomfort with it. But if the day comes that I take one again, so be it. I'm not speaking for future Ryan. I'm speaking for present Ryan. So mm, that's, that's future Ryan's problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. I saw a post just the other day and it was just like, it's just a text post. And it's basically, basically just said like, Ah, yes, we meet again. The consequences of my previous actions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, that is so true. <laughs> uh, but oh, great. with all of us being pastors, then I can, I because I can say that. I thought I couldn't say that, but now I can. Uh, what we wanted to sort of talk about is a little bit um, about what would be, well, we're going to talk about a few things, but we want to start off by talking about both the worst and best gifts that you can get a pastor. Mm. Um, so what do you guys want to start off? Do you want to start off on best gift or worst gift? Ooh, that's hard. Uh, let's, let's do best gift. Oh, nice. Cool. Let's, let's start on, let's, let's start on something positive <laughs> and then move into the real juicy stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> negative. Um, uh, okay. what's and funny it, is, whoop, I was going to say, if we're you guys talking have more about than one, this. Oh, go for it. <laughs> I was going to say, what's funny is we're talking about this, like, and and I think these are going to release like the day after Christmas. Yeah. So it's going to be too late for anyone to get. Well, not too late. You can always, you can always, yeah, you all can, you people who are procrastinators, you'll be fine. It's exactly right. You go to Boxing Day sales, retroactively get us a gift. Um, this is our wish list, basically. <laughs> so, And it'll be really awkward if anybody gets us a worst gift. Yeah. Like that we listed. <laughs> actually, oh, I actually no. would probably be pretty impressed if somebody went to the effort of buying some of the stuff that at least is on my list yeah, of okay. that worst That's gift good. to get. <laughs> but well, the, we're not going there yet. We're not going there yet. Best gifts. All right, who wants best to start? Who's, who, who wants to start with the best gifts? I think you should start, Jesse. You, <sighs> you just made your list sound so juicy that I, I no, want to no, get no, my, straight away. My worst gifts is juicy. My best gifts is kind of 
normie. Oh, okay. But it's still good. Like, yeah. I'll still enjoy them. Go for it. Okay, fine. Um, all right. So probably, to be honest, this is going to sound extremely boring. Probably my best gift for that you could get me as a pastor is a gift card. Honestly. Be specific though. What kind of gift card? Um, well, I guess it does vary based on what I'm interested in at the time. But I would probably have to say um, Amazon is always good. That's always just really solid. Or even Apple. Mm. That's that's fine. That's good. Like I don't buy that much stuff from Apple. But when I do, it's like sinking a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of money. You yeah. Because Apple products are expensive. So anything that can kind of cushion that blow is good. Um <laughs> I don't know if Logos does gift cards. Do any of you guys know if Logos does gift cards? Mm. I have no idea. Yeah. I think you can gift I actually, things. I just study the Bible and the Bible alone, so I don't need your Bible <laughs> software. <laughs> yeah, you're a, real ad, you're a real Adventist, Ryan, as opposed to us <laughs> fake Australian Adventists. <laughs> I hope when I grow up, I can be like you, Ryan. Yeah. I'm, I, everyone does. Everyone wishes <laughs> they could be like me. Except me. We're just doing this podcast so that we can bask in your glow and, and perhaps That's... perhaps glean some some sparks from your brilliance. You know, honestly, the best way to do that is to just have a plain reading of scripture. Ah. I think that's that's the best thing that you can do. You know, just you know, read I think that's yeah. A plain reading of scripture has never confused anyone ever. Yeah, that's true. So I think that's the way to go. Just read the Bible and then if you get confused, just ask Ted Wilson what it says and he'll tell you. Hey. That's true. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. I agree. Cool. All right. So a gift card, a gift card to Amazon or Apple or a, lo- a Logos subscription. It's really boring. It's really boring, honestly. But like the thing is, I find that especially like since I'm a young pastor, a lot of my church members do tend to be on the older side, at least for the churches that I've pastored at. And to be honest, most of them have no idea what I'm actually interested in. Mm. Like I don't want to get too far into the worst gifts, but when it comes to that, a lot of people just go, oh, he's a pastor, so let's get him something, again, not going there. So I feel like the best way that you can possibly get something for your pastor is just find out vaguely what he's interested in and just like get him a gift card for it. That's just my opinion, though. That's cool. That's fair. All right. Hmm. Josh? Well, okay. I had two because I, I thought someone might... I thought someone might take the first one and Jesse kind of did, but I was going to say a, like a meal voucher. So it is still a gift card, mm. but I think, I think like if somebody just said like, here's a restaurant that like Josh and his wife really like, here's a gift voucher for you guys. So just go out and have a meal together. That's a good one. Guilt free. Um, but that kind of comes under the gift card thing. So the second one I thought would be a little bit more unique and I don't know if every part, but I'm just sort of generalizing here, but I could use this. I think it'd be kind of handy. And I think there's a bunch of other pastors who could as well. I reckon a like stand for your iPad. So oh. like when you preach, like it's on a stand, like a pulpit, but you know, it's like a little iPad stand instead. Hmm. You saw that at one project first, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, was, lie. I think I actually did say it there. Yeah. <laughs> now that you mentioned it. Yeah. That's so great. I think I saw Eddie Hippolyte use it first. Yeah, Eddie, Tim, all of them. JFit. JFit is the biggest criminal when it comes to that. <laughs> the biggest offender. True. Yeah, JFit, JFit uses it. Oh yeah, but I don't know. I just thought like, I feel like so many pastors would find it so helpful to have one because maybe your church will have one, but you might have to move from your church. 
Mm. Yeah. And then you've got to kind of convince the board to buy one. <laughs> Whereas like if you just had your own, it'd be super useful. Yeah. This raises yep. a, a really interesting, at least it's interesting to me and probably all our pastor listeners question in my mind. When you guys preach, what what's your like optimal sort of preaching setup? Like when you're preaching, what is the best setup? Because I've seen a whole, obviously we've seen a whole bunch of preachers. Some preachers just simply like to have a pulpit with their notes and their Bible in front of them. And they have like a handheld. Some people really like headsets. Like I've seen Judah Smith. Judah Smith is like the most bizarre preacher when it comes to his setup, in my mind at least. If you guys have seen Judah Smith, he has like a Mm. handheld next to his Bible. So he holds his Bible and his handheld mic in one hand. And then he, I don't know if he has notes or if he is reading off an iPad. I've seen his notes. He has notes and they are horrible. Really? They are the worst notes I've ever seen in my life. Why? How? Like they are such a mess. They're like kind (laughs) of got some colors to them. He writes different things in different colors, but it's all over. Like he'll take up two pages of a book and just like as in both sides and there's just scribbles everywhere. And you can see him messing around on it. I've seen him preach so many times now. I've actually sort of watched him. I know it sounds weird, but he showed us his notes once. I was like, there's no way those are his actual notes. And then so I watched him one time before he preached and I could see him sitting there scribbling on this little book. Like, it's horrible. The worst (laughs) notes I've ever seen. That's not a... Now, see, Judah Smith is like an AV guy's worst nightmare, though, because he holds his mic like down at his knees, basically. Like, it's... (laughs) This is true. It's so far away from his mouth. But my understanding is a lot of these guys, like... Their handheld will be like a condenser mic, so it doesn't matter as much where they they hold it. Or is yeah, I don't know. I don't really know mics, but yeah, no, just the gain. Just the gain is up. That's all it is. Yeah. Like it's just meant, and they project really well, so it works out. Yeah, that's like, true. I do know that but, he brings his own wind sockets as well. Wow, uh, he's like a. I know me. this is all really random stuff, but I've read his books, and so this stuff sort of comes up, and I've seen him at so many Hillsong conferences. So this stuff sort of sort of comes up, but. He's like a real germaphobe. So oh. he brings his own little socket things that he washes and stuff at home. <laughs> so he knows they're wow. clean and then he puts them on the microphone. That is so funny. It is funny, wow. eh? Um, <laughs> so maybe that would be a good gift as well. So what about you guys? What, what's your what's your favorite, what's your op- optimal preaching setup if you could have it? Um, do you want to go first, Ryan? Sure. I, uh, I would love to have a high table and a high stool or like a chair. I don't really... Actually, want to? I would want a chair, not a stool, but like a bar stool height. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to say high chair because then I sound like I'm five. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of optimal for me. I really hate a podium. I hate a, or really I hate the pulpit. Yeah. Um, but I want the freedom to be able to sit. Um, I actually think that for the perception, well, a my style is conversational, anyways, but also, um like kind of for the way that authority is perceived in the main cultures that I preach in or the context that I preach in, uh, that conversational and dialogue thing of, of, you know, me physically lowering myself a bit or, or making my appearance a little bit more casual speaks less to I'm telling you what to do and speaks more to I'm having a dialogue with you. So I really like the, the sitting down portion of it. And I like, um, I like the table because it's less presentation basically um, it's, it's much less, it feels much less like I'm presenting to you, but that I'm talking with you. So I try to communicate that through all levels of, of my preaching basically. Um, uh, oh. and what mic? Do you have a uh, give me a, give me a headset. Okay. Oh, interesting. Mm. So for me, um, 
I think ideally I like headsets, but I've never really had one that works well. There's always problems with headsets. Um, so that's why for me, I'm just I'm more comfortable with handhelds because I've had way more good handhelds than headsets. I think ideally I would like a good a good headset, but I've just yet to come across consistently good headsets in any of the churches I've been in. Um, but so when I do preach, I preach with like an iPad sitting on a pulpit, but the pulpit's kind of like off the, to the side. But I try yeah. most of the time these days to just like do sort of TED Talk style. I have like, I don't want anything in front of me and just be able to talk. Um, yeah, I try and memorize a lot nowadays. Uh, mm. That's kind of where I'm trying to head and, and get better at. Mm. Um, yeah. And I have just like that a makes pre- sense. presentation behind me as well. Like, But it's not too, like very minimal presentation as well. Um, just because I watch like Apple keynotes and that kind of thing. And I'm like, they're so engaging. Mm. And so much of it, they don't have notes and they have a very simple sleek presentation that just kind of matches what they say. So that's what I go for. Um, yeah. And it also gives well, me the also, freedom. Well, also, they're good at what they do. That's so true. That's, it is true. I don't, I don't know if you can match that part. part. You can get the, <laughs> you get the visual. Thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Some vital confidence right there. Yeah. Well, I've never heard you preach, but I've just given you a significant indictment on your preaching. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I might quit. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, I think I think I'm similar to, to I think I'm a combination of both of you two because I think <laughs> Oh, okay. No, yeah. no, no. All right, Jesse. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm look, everything, look at Mr. Guys. Third Way over here. No, 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 no. Well, it's like how well how how much varied can the third option be? Like how much different can the third option be to what you've already talked about, really? Well, we haven't even talked about pulpit with a um with the mic attached to the pulpit and it's gripping true. the pulpit tight with sweat <laughs> dripping off your fingers you we haven't be, talked about that at all blood from from the, the circulation a, getting cut off and cutting your fingers yeah that's the that's a third option that's valid you okay. could have sitting down all right that's my option then you could have preaching in a group circle team preaching there's Ooh. heaps of options oh yeah with a with a guitar i hate team preaching and a, i hate dual preaching so much yeah it doesn't work i have never seen it done well nah, ever nah you, you you need sort of like that like you, those two people to either be like they need to be like in sync, like identical twins or mind readers. Otherwise, you just end up with two completely different sermons. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, or they're like at different points in the program. So there's like two mini sermons at different points in the program. That works well, I think. Well, it can oh, work yeah, there's, well. There's enough. What there's like enough degrees of separation there. Is that what you? Mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's actually yeah. There's two different sermons. It's not meant to be one sermon, but with yeah. two people. Uh, yeah, it's always awkward. That that situation's awkward. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah, no. So I like the high table, the sort of bar table, bar stool type thing as well. I really like that. Being able to have the Bible like right in front of me, have my notes either like on a stand, like on my iPad or, you know, just looking down at them. But I don't like using notes. I used to write all my sermons out verbatim. Wow. And that just... It just, I don't know. When I think most people who do that, unless you're really good, unless you're like a, a Sam Lenore, like memorizing everything word for word, you just kind of tend to lose um, connection with mm. the audience in a way. Um, so I preached my first sermon a few weeks ago without notes because nice. it was a, it was like a special anniversary service at my church and we um, I had a message prepared and we were just doing our praise and worship before I was up to speak. And then I think... God at, must have spoken to me because I just got this impression that what I'd prepared was not what I should be preaching. And 
there was a passage of scripture that I had incorporated in my sermon, but I was just kind of like using it, not sort of like focusing in on it. And, and God was just like, just use that. So I did. And it was so scary. But well, I think ultimately that's where I want to be as well. Um, memorizing, not memorizing. Like I think like there are some preachers like Kerry Newhoff who say, don't memorize your sermons, but know it. Like be able to know sort of the flow and be able to kind of have those anchor points here, there and everywhere. So you kind of know what you're going to say, even if you don't know exactly the words you're going to say. So that's sort of where I want to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I see it as more like internalizing it. Like, yeah. It, and, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, like part of it to, to me was this thing where I was like, man, if I expect my church members to remember this, then I should be able to remember it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that was, and that's a personal thing. Like I'm not, that's not like an indictment on anyone who doesn't preach from, you know, memory, but it was just something personal for me that helped me take what I'm doing a little bit more seriously because I personally wasn't taking that seriously enough. Mm. Um, I was just kind of writing a sermon for a while and then preaching it straight from notes, basically from a manuscript. And I realized that I was being lazy. Yeah. And, um, so that, that was what kind of changed me around on it. But, uh, no, it's like, yeah, I, I agree with everything that you said though. And I'm, you know, I'm impressed that you did it without notes. Like that's a hard, that's a scary jump to make for sure. That's I honestly um, like as cliche as it sounds like it, it, it was a Holy Spirit spirit moment. There's no other way that I would have been able to do it. Um, absolutely mm-hmm. no other way. Um, but I mean, you know, I still used material that I had studied. So it's not like the Holy Spirit was literally just gifting me everything, but I've never been able to do that before. And to be honest, that's been one of my fears, like of, of just getting up there without notes and not having anything to say. And so, yeah, it was a big step for me. Yeah, for sure. I I remember the first time, the first time, because I found myself, I would get up with notes a lot, but then I wouldn't even use them. And then I'd lose myself trying to get back to my notes to... So then I remember one day I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to take the notes up there. And it was the best. It just felt so liberating, but it was really hard. I remember walking away and the iPad was sitting there on the pew. And then Danelle was like looking at me. She's like, are you going to take this? I'm like, no, I'm not taking it. But it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really cool. It was a good yeah, moment. That's cool. So now that we've been off topic for 10 minutes, <laughs> do you guys want to hear my best gift? Heck uh, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Let's do it. The, the price of not having notes, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my best gift idea actually uh, came, it actually happened to me, but not for Christmas. And um, this, is, this, this would be the advice I would give to anyone who's trying to figure out what to do with their pastor or for their pastor, is listen to what he's been saying for the last like s- several months um, or something to that effect. Because what happened to me is when I moved out, uh, when I moved away, one of my church members walked in one day with a going away present for me and um, they walk in, they put it on my, on my, t- my kitchen table and I unwrap it and they bought me a Vitamix, a Vitamix blender, wow. which is a $400 blender. Whoa. Yeah. I, I'm super and, jealous. Yeah. And they did it because they heard me once just a few weeks prior, make some offhand joke about how like I really wanted a Vitamix, but it's a, it's a marriage gift. Like I want to get married so I can get a Vitamix and a KitchenAid mixer. <laughs> it is such a marriage gift. You're so right. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a wedding registry gift. Yeah. And they heard that and they're they're decently well off and they bought me one. Like li- just listen to what your pastor's been saying because chances are it's something, you know, that might be something they want. And if it's something, you know, they'll, they'll talk about it or they'll drop hints, but and without realizing it that they're dr- even dropping a hint. But 
you know, the other thing I would say is, um, I'm, I, uh, if find out what they're interested in and, you know, like for me, it's podcasting. My church members knew that I did, you know, kind of broadcasting stuff. So maybe they do get a general gift card to like Amazon or something that, um, that, and you can say in like a card, like pastor, we know you like this, but we, we understand that we don't know a lot about Mm -hmm. it but we wanted to help you get something for yourself that you would find the most useful. So we wanted to get you this money that you could use toward that Uh, or something to that effect, like being honest about, you know, maybe some ignorance, but also saying, but also being genuine in the fact that, Hey, we wanted to get something that you would deem really special. Mm. And that would be the way that I might approach it or tell people to approach it. I think those would be the best gifts is the ones that are really, really personalized to the things that your pastor likes, which is why Jesse, when you said like, an Apple gift card or an Amazon gift card. Like that makes sense because those are two things that you really like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know for sure from now on though, thanks to your uh, beautiful advice, I'm going to be dropping Nintendo Switches and KitchenAids <laughs> into all my sermons. Oh man. <laughs> if somebody got me got a Nintendo you. voucher, I would be just over the moon. Yeah. Yeah. No, all right. So do you want to do, do you want to do worse gifts now, but in reverse order? <laughs> Okay, I, yeah, got, yeah. I can't remember the... Oh, yeah, so you'd start us off, eh? Yeah, Sweet. do it, yeah. do it, do it, do it. Yeah. Do it. So in, in light of everything that's just been said, I actually think that the worst gift you can get a pastor is a gift card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and here's what I mean by that. I'm okay with like a general Visa gift card, MasterCard gift card, not an Amex, though. Don't don't you dare deal with Amex or Discover. <laughs> but like a Visa or even an Amazon card. But that's like as specific as I would go. At that point, like, just give me a check. Because if you give me money that I can only use somewhere instead mm. of anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. that's that doesn't help me at all. Um, and I, I get the I get the intent behind it. But but like a gift card to somewhere specific is really lazy unless you know that that place is somewhere specific that that pastor really loves to shop and hasn't recently bought a whole ton of stuff from. Yes. Like it's better off just giving them a check. Cause I think <laughs> just say like, here, do whatever you want. Cause like my experience and this will kind of reflect in, in my thoughts is that usually if somebody's going to do that, they're going to get something, a gift card for somewhere that either they like or they think, Oh, he's a pastor or she's a pastor. They'll like this place. Yeah. You know, like somewhere really lame or, very yep. specific where you maybe only want one thing from that whole place yep. or you may you may need not even like anything from that place also don't buy me ellen white books <laughs> <All right>. same <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> buy his gift card for the ellen white um online bookstore <laughs> oh man i find even um i find even gift cards for christian bookstores can be hard to use yeah often because the things i want i generally already have or have another way of getting them that's probably cheaper. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's the sad thing because like most Christian bookstores only stock a very small limited stock of what, you know, yeah. of what of what you actually would want and even then you can probably get it cheaper on Amazon. Well, yeah, or you're always going to be able to beat retail. Yeah, online. Well, but at the same time too, if it's something that I want, it's probably going to be like a really expensive book if I haven't bought it yet. Yeah. And chances are that gift card is not going to make a dent. No. Nah. You know what I mean? Like nah. It's going to be like a $30 gift card on a $200 book. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not buying that book yet. And so then (laughs) to use up the gift card, you get yet another, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord poster to put up somewhere in your house. (laughs) Don't steal mine. Don't steal mine. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see what uh, you're Josh. saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I have like a whole list because I just wasn't sure what other people were gonna say, but I'm actually gonna say like probably one of the most like annoying things to get as a pastor. Well, obviously, if you get a Bible, like it's really nice, but at the same time, I'm like, I have like ten of these, you know. Yeah. And if I want a new Bible, there's probably a very specific kind of Bible I want, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, and so I don't know. Like, I appreciate it, but at the same, well, actually, it can be kind of nice. Like, but as long as you don't mind me if I like give it away to someone who needs it more than me, I it's guess. like it's like that conservative church where they make a point to give you the uh, KJV Study Bible, leather bound, yes. leather bound. And I'm like, I don't actually like leather things with uh, with, a, with an enclosed copy of Ellen White's signature. Ooh, yeah. oh man! <laughs> or one of those. Have you guys seen those? Bibles with Ellen White notes in them. Oh, amazing! They're huge, um, incredible. They're actually pretty interesting. I actually find them kind of interesting. To be, <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I've never read one, so I don't know. No, I, I just w- want you guys to know that I am going to submit this to Barely Adventist. So if it goes through, everyone here will know that it was me that submitted this, even though I don't write for them. But I am actually going to submit a uh, the Ted Wilson Compliance Study Bible, <laughs> where uh, <laughs> where. <laughs> Where different passages of Jesus of the Gospels, uh, like it'll be Jesus doing something, and then there'll be commentary on the side of what policy <laughs> Jesus <laughs> followed. Section twenty-seven, paragraph B, <laughs> line twenty-seven C. Oh my gosh, that is brilliant! <laughs> and it's going to be a sixteen eleven KJV, of course. Of course. Oh yeah, absolutely. What? A, there's no other. There's no other Bible. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. All right. And I'm going to add on top of that. Okay. So I'm doing two. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I even want to say like a subscription to a magazine. Oh. Like I have so much reading to get through. <laughs> the last thing I would ever want is a subscription to a magazine. Uh, I don't care. It could be the best. Oh, well, maybe, maybe that one. But <laughs> I don't know. Like I just could not. Because even, I mean, our own conference, they send us all these magazines all the time and books. This is, it's, Some, sometimes, it's nice. Sometimes our conference will send us what is it, ministry magazine? I've got a conference. Yeah, yeah. But they'll they'll like forget to send us it for a little while, and then they'll send us like three copies <laughs> all at once. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna read all these. Yeah, I appreciate it, but I'm like, I just can never get through it. So I couldn't imagine like if somebody got me like a subscription to, I don't know, Fishing Weekly or something, <laughs> I'd collapse. I don't even like fishing, but you know what I mean. Like, oh, I just I can, I'm thinking about how frustrating it would be for me to see all these magazines come through, and I just know I wouldn't read them ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so there's my two. Okay, sorry for being a hog. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Would you would you guys like a subscription to a magazine? Is that like something you're into? Nope, nope, <laughs> no, no. Reading, reading is hard, man. <laughs> True. If I'm not if I'm not reading my Bible, or a book that I actually want to read for ministry or for just pleasure, I don't want to do much reading. <laughs> like Facebook is almost too much. Like blogs are almost too much. No. I don't know. Well, but we got you. We got you a subscription to Ministry Magazine. So like when you go to the doctor's office, you can leave that copy of the magazine <laughs> on the table <laughs> for the in the waiting room so that other people can get it yeah, and read true. it. True. That's why we did it, Pastor. Uh, true. That's a really great signs of the times, eh? Get yeah. some signs of the times in there. I am oh, so selfish. How did I never realize that? Oh, oh my god. That is a thing that people do one hundred percent, and it bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, goodness. oh my gosh. Um, yeah. 
Okay, so you want to do mine? Yeah. All right. Yes. Probably the first one would be plaques or plaques. <laughs> Who calls them plaques? Uh, Americans do. I'm doing this for our... Oh, do they? How do you pronounce it? How do you pronounce it, Ryan? Something that you put on oh, a... A plaque? Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Something that you put on the wall or you put on the uh, like a, a shelf, like your mantelpiece, you know? Yeah. I, I've yeah. received so many of these. Same. Um, for I know the plans I have for you. Mm. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Mm, be God still. God so love the world. Be still and know that I am God. Exactly. You know, I got so many of these. In fact, um, in my house, there's a bookshelf that is solely dedicated to all the useless plaques and random paraphernalia that we've received over the years for various ministry events. Why is the plaque that I gave you on there? What? No. <laughs> Sad guy. But you receive these when you're like starting a church. I received one for my baptism. I received one where I, when I was leaving. I received one for Christmas one day. It just... I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's very much uh, something that my nana would love to have, but I would never like to have. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like we yeah. live in this digital age where it's like everything that you could possibly find that's beautiful and scriptural is on Instagram, and that's how we appreciate scripture visually, not in a plaque. I don't know. Is that mm. just me? I don't know. Nope, I, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as, as someone who just moved, I hate having stuff that I don't actually have a use for. Yeah. Yep. So that's literally uh, uh, what it can is. Can I can I go back though on something real quick? Yeah. Because there's one more gift I thought about that like I really now that I go back to when I was pastoring, I would have actually loved. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Do it. And it's not actually something you could buy. Uh oh. There there are there are two situations I would have loved this. Um, which is number one, it both have to do with a church member approaching you. Uh, number one, if there's a church member, you know, if you know, as a church member, I have had tension with this pastor and like the pastor knows it, right? Like there's been something in the air between us, man, I would absolutely love if that church member came up to me and apologized for whatever, or sought to clear the air, uh, to me with a gracious spirit, not trying to be argumentative or, con or confrontational, but to just say like, Hey, this isn't okay. And you know, it's this time of year. And I think the best gift we could have right now is reconciliation here. Um, mm. like I, that would have meant the world to me with some members that I did have some tension with. Mm. Uh, the other thing that would have was just church members coming up to me, uh, and telling me they appreciate something, anything yeah. that I've done. <laughs> <laughs> anything yeah. guys. My love language is, like, is words of affirmation. And, so I, that one is like a hundred percent to me. Like, man, Oh, and not and not like oh we just appreciate everything you you're doing for us no 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 I mean like what's something what's a way that I've mm. done something concrete for your life yeah yep uh, because Be I don't get to hear about a lot of those and so I like I like hold on to the few stories that I get from people of ways that I've you know positively impacted their lives like that means the world to me so those those would be the two things I would add as far as a best gift is concerned like yeah I wish uh, those two things would ha would have happened more to be honest yeah. Absolutely. That's, yeah, spot on. Absolutely spot on. Mm. And that doesn't cost anything. Woo! <laughs> Other than pride. <laughs> uh, Ooh, yeah, okay. heavy. Never mind. Yeah, too expensive. <laughs> not, not happening. Uh, can I just give you money instead? <laughs> <laughs> Take this money Money's and leave. way easier. Yeah. Um, all right. So, look, I, have, I had one more for worst gifts, and um, this is personal to me, but uh, anything plant related 
anything. Oh, thank God someone said it. Anything plant related. A pot plant. Flowers for my wife. That's fine. I, I can deal with that because they die. <laughs> mm. um, and, and, and they're for Karina and, you know, she'll appreciate them. I, and I've talked about this in several episodes before and people really mock me for this, but I have an irrational hatred for any sort of plants or foliage on stage at church, but I also just do not have any patience for potted flowers and things like that. We have a, a potted flower that we received like a year, two years ago or something like that, and we struggle to keep it alive but Karina refuses to get rid of it because it was given to us as a gift. So fair enough. She's the conscience. She's my conscience in this situation. But it is so useless and it takes up space and half the year it's dead and then it just randomly comes back to life. It is the worst. Huh. Anyway, that's, I'm just getting this off my chest. This is yeah. therapy for me. <laughs> I, remember, um, I remember receiving a... Um like a mug that was like a pot plant <laughs> and it came with a spoon that was like a shovel and then it had like oh, some no. Bible verse about a, <laughs> a seed of faith or something. <laughs> and it was like pink. I'm like, why Why do I have this? Like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. So I re-gifted That's it. Like, but That's literally like, hey, pastor, here's a burden. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not a, it's not a child. It's not a puppy, it's not a kitten, but it's a small responsibility that is just going to be of mild annoyance to you on a constant, ongoing basis. Amen. Yep. Um, oh, wait, actually, yeah. there, was, there was one plant that I received that was pretty great. So my sister once actually bought me a Venus flytrap. I knew it. I, how did I know that was what you were going to say? I was going to say marijuana. I, if you stalked my I was, Instagram, <laughs> it's... <laughs> I, I was literally going to say it's a Venus flytrap, isn't it? Like that was, I was, I almost interjected. Oh, I kind of wish you did, but I believe you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was cool. And then I, I had to go away for a couple of weeks. And so I asked my housemate to look after it and I came back and it was dead. Oh. So. But that was cool because it was useful. It like ate the flies. That is good. You know what I mean? It, like it, it had a utility yeah. to yeah. it. And it was, yeah. it was like yeah. a permanent, but like good. Yeah. Yeah. His name and was that's Gerald. that's how you know. You know, it dying is how you knew its job was done because it ate all of its food. No, it died because my not- housemate didn't give it any water and <laughs> put it directly in the sun behind a window. So it just cooked you and know, died. Oh. You know what the the best pet gift I ever received was in eighth grade, a friend of mine gave me two pet rocks. <laughs> so simple, so elegant. I'm I'm not even kidding you. She wrapped them <laughs> and she gave me two pet rocks that she had like painted and they were like, they, 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 they were pets. I lost them within a week, but they were the best. <laughs> um, I loved those things to death oh, because man. I love dumb, stupid, like pointless things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. How did you lose two pet rocks? Uh, like, they were, they, all, they also doubled as skipping stones. Oh. Unfortunately. <laughs> I was picturing my, much my rocks. rocks love to swim. They just did not. <laughs> they, were be, out, they, they were beach babies. Float. What, what are you going to say? They, they were just beach babies. They just love the water. That's, <laughs> they just went. They went into the sea one day and never came back. I don't. I don't know what happened. That's so sad. That's so sad. I hope you held a memorial service for them. You know, I in was in eighth grade and did not have the budget for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. 
Oh, cool. Oh, man. All right. Well, any other great gift ideas before we wrap up? <laughs> I mean, apart from a million dollars, I mean, that's always well received from my end, at least. I don't know about you guys. Half a million? Yeah, give me. Uh, yeah, okay. That's fine, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I could tolerate a quarter of a million. Wow. Yeah, like, I, you know, at. I could settle for a hundred grand, but if you wanted to give me more than that, I wouldn't stop you. I mean, mm. no. Why would you? I mean, it's it's a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. I, I I'm okay. Actually, my church was that one of my members told me this, and unfortunately, she told me this in the worst way. She she came up to me my last Sabbath, and she said, "So, Pastor, uh, some of us had gotten together, and we remembered that the first time you had ever, you know, one of the first sermons that you'd ever preached here two years ago, we." Uh, you know, we remember you mentioning that you would love to drive on the Charlotte Motor Speedway, which is the NASCAR track that's in mm. Charlotte. And uh, and we were like, and, and a few of us were pulling together and trying to, you know, and trying to figure out how to get how to get you that. And I was like, no way. In my head, I was like, no way. This is actually happening right now. Did they really do this? And then she goes, but oh. since you're leaving early, we didn't have the time. So oh. I don't know why. So I don't. So I don't know why we. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I wanted you to know that we remembered. And I was like, "Come on, That's that is literally heart. the worst." My heart, my heart. I like, and I knew it the second she started talking to me about it. I was like, the, "She's telling me this in private." There's no way this is actually happening. But like, my hopes got up anyways. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah. like. I couldn't control it. Granted, I did actually during my time there end up driving on the Charlotte Motor Speedway for a different thing. They they turned it into this giant Christmas light display, and you actually get to drive on the actual like racetrack. Whoa! Um, and drive through this really cool Christmas light Christmas lights display. Yeah, it's really cool. Like I was a big fan of it. I was like the whole time I didn't even care about the lights. I was just like I'm driving on a racetrack <laughs> right now. This is actually happening. Wow. Even though I'm going five miles an hour looking at Christmas lights, I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I I I want to make a motion. Okay, in the committee, I want to make a motion that we never, if you're buying a gift for your pastor, you're buying a gift for your husband or wife, or let anybody, for instance, for, 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 any, for, for any matter, do not ever intend to buy them something and then not get them whatever that great gift was and then tell them about it. Just, <laughs> just keep it to yourself. <laughs> just please keep it to yourself. Amen. Oh. All in favor, say aye. 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 Tony? Aye. All right. Tony's in too, even though he's not here. Oh, sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh, that's cool. All right. He's he's here in spirit. That's what matters. (laughs) You know what would have been a great gift? Tony's presence. Yeah. In this podcast. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, we talk we're not supposed to talk about gifts that we're supposed to be, but never were. Uh, Oh, true. Just broken our own rule. You we literally it's been 30 seconds. <laughs> no, so legit, you guys. Tony was supposed to be like the, when we had Ryan on our podcast, and then when we went on Absurdity, like I don't know, this is like two months ago. Tony <laughs> wasn't around there, but this time we like intentionally were like, "Come on, let's have all four of us together." And then Tony just didn't show up, so I don't, I don't know what's he, going on. He, he might be dead. Yeah. Oh well. I'd, I'm. If he really is, we could not air this part. No. Oh on. yeah, no. So so oh. so. Oh man. So if anyone, so if anyone listening is listening to this right now, that means he's alive and well. Just Praise just the Lord. know that. Praise the Lord. Great. So we, we value Tony's voice and the rest of his body in its uh, aliveness and uh, yeah, that 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 whole alive state. Mm. Mm. 
So Tony has become both the best and worst gift to this podcast episode. <laughs> I could not agree more with that assessment. <laughs> and that was the first half of our chat with Ryan Becker with Absurdy Stack. Yeah, that was fun. I yeah. like that. Yeah, it was. Please don't judge us. <laughs> I just feel like it's nice sometimes to sit down, just like, you know, you're, you're just chilling in your lounge room with your family and friends, just talking, you know? It's, it's good to do that sometimes. Yeah, that is what it felt like. It just yeah. felt like a few mates just sitting around having a chat. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, if you have any classic Christmas present uh, stories, let us know. Uh, shoot us through a message, comment on our Instagram or our Facebook. We'd love to just chat. What what are some Christmas uh, presents that just always come back? Maybe if you're a pastor or a church leader, what are some things that your uh, church members get you for Christmas? Uh, do they get you anything? Maybe they get you nothing. Maybe that's maybe that's your reality. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think I've ever gotten a present from one of my churches for Christmas. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know. But hey, well, anyway. So yeah, if you want to hear the second half of that whole conversation where we talk a little bit more about uh, traditions and probably go actually a little bit, <laughs> probably a bit more deeper in uh, in Ryan's. So go over to Absurdity mm. and check that out. Um, I'm not sure exactly when he's releasing it. It's around the same time as this, but we'll yeah. link it all in the show notes. So we'll link to Absurdity so you can go and check it out on whatever platform you desire. Um, yeah. But we definitely recommend that if you haven't heard Ryan's podcast, go and check him out because he is... Uh, He's an all right dude. He's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> you know, nothing yeah. nothing crazy. He's a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is a good dude. We love him. Yeah. So, uh, any last any last words for 2019? 2018? 2018. Sorry, Jesse. Yep. Well, you know, it's been the best. It's been the worst. Uh, the best of times, the worst of times. No, it's been really good. Uh, I've been really uh, enjoying this journey that we've been on with Burn the Haystack. It. I, I never expected that I would ever be on this journey with a podcast. I mean... I've obviously entertained this. I'm an ideas person, but the fact that we've actually gone ahead and done this and um, we've actually been able to speak into some people's lives, I, I'm just, I feel super privileged. So thank you every single person. If you uh, were from uh, with us from the very beginning of the year or if you've just been joining us in the last episode or two, um, thank you. We love you. And uh, we just think that this is an awesome, awesome conversation and I just am so grateful and, and thankful for all of it. Yeah. And I think I'm just humbled by the fact that anybody is listening, to be honest. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's just really cool to see that I guess what we're talking about here is resonating with, with so many people. Um, hey, so don't stop burning haystacks. Um, don't stop uh, what you're doing. Uh, we love you. We might not. We won't hear from us for, what, two weeks? Two weeks, but we'll be back on the 16th of January. So put it in your calendar. Uh, if you're from the US, that will be the 15th of January but for those of us living in the southern hemisphere it's the 16th yeah the true hemisphere the true hemisphere (laughs) (laughs) um yeah hey anyway um so we love you guys thank you so much um and we hope you enjoy this lovely Christmas rendition of uh of our theme song that was done just for these two Christmas episodes Merry Christmas and have a happy new year that is Josh and Jesse out